So I want to I want to thank y'all for showing up tonight. Tonight is my first my first episode of the brand new podcast. All right. Now, a lot of y'all know me. A lot of y'all might be new to me. A lot of y'all who do know me probably haven't seen me in a long, long time. You know why? Because I've, I've kind of disappeared. I guess you would say that. All right. So. For those who know me, this ain't nothing new. But for those who might not know me, for those of y'all who might not know me, somebody says, turn up the volume. Well, I got this thing turned all the way up. How's that? How's that? All right. How we doing on the mic? A little more? Is it coming up? Is it good? That's good? All right. All right. <laughs> he, said the, he said the volume is fine. They need to turn their phones up. All right. So for those who don't know me, you probably don't know me social media-wise because you probably met me somewhere outside of social media. Probably at the job. I might have a few people tuning in from the job. Or you probably randomly met me somewhere. Ain't no telling. All right. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and give you somewhat of an introduction. I'm going to give you somewhat of an introduction to me if you don't know who I am. So let's go ahead and get that, get that going. All right. So who am I? This is about to be a, this is kind of like a loaded question, but I'm going to go ahead and answer this in the best way possible. OK, I'm somebody who just probably popped up on social media some years back. When the go live button was fresh and new, I was I was like probably one of the first people to ever press that go live button. And I got to rambling, and I got to rambling, and I got to talking, and I got to talking, and bingo, bango, voila, I just blew up around back in 2015. That was when my most popular era. So some of y'all, some of y'all might just think that, hmm, social media has given, social media and iPhones have given everybody the idea that, Hmm. I can become famous. The average nobody can become famous for doing nothing. And it might seem like I might be one of these people who just might got some smoke blown up her ass to say, hey, you know what? Let me just turn on a camera and maybe I'll blow up. But that's actually not how it happened with me. So for those who do know me, we're going to travel down memory lane for a little bit. This is one of my first screenshot of one of my first videos back in 2015, June. This video actually garnered like 276,000 
uh, views. Now, some people get lucky. Some people get lucky, do a video, and get one, you know, one that gets out there, and you never hear from them again. That one, um, we talked about, specifically, we talked about the condition of our people, and at that time, it was just something really, really um, heavy to talk about, you know. So, if you are listening and not watching, you'll see that... Um, or if you're watching, you'll see that this video garnered about 2.7 thousand reactions. So I'm not new to the camera. I'm not new to the camera at all. Um, another one. This one is probably one of my most watched videos. I was in Family Dollar and I was trying to get some stuff. I actually went in there to get some hardware. And then I was like, okay, well maybe I can grab some vanilla extract out of here. But they didn't have vanilla extract. Anyway, I gave some information about chemicals in food and this video garnered 1.8 million views. So again, I'm not new to the camera and I'm definitely not new to large audiences. Maybe on, maybe on YouTube, because I ain't even really been over here. Most of my activity has been on Facebook but I got a lot of people f that follow me from Facebook over here so we're just traveling down memory lane and giving the new people an idea of who I am right here behind this uh, camera this one was a song that I created for those who might know not know I'm also a rapper I rap I do music I do poetry uh, and I, I'd like to say I'm pretty good at it. But even the people on the outside think I might be pretty good at it too because this particular video garnered 71,000 views and it got 1.8 thousand reactions. Again, I'm not new to large audiences or the camera. Let's continue to travel down memory lane. <laughs> this one was probably one of the earlier videos. This was in 2015, too. And I think a lot of people remember this video. This was my video called Low Hanging Fruit. And it was a, it, a lot of people liked it, but it was quite controversial. Very controversial. Um, but this video garnered 114,000 views and 1.5 thousand reactions. As you see... If you look at me, I'm not very, I'm not going to say I'm not very physically appealing. I just look like a regular average person. So I say that to say that my videos didn't go viral because I was stripping, you know, showing the cleavage that I'm showing right now. You know, uh, you know, I was in, I was still in the shell. So my content what I talk about is actually the power. It's actually the interesting points, not so much the appearance, even though I'm kind of dibbling and dabbling on the appearance now because I had to go and do some transformations over the uh, last few years, which is probably why a lot of y'all haven't seen me. That's okay. Hey, we're going to get into what we're talking about tonight, but I got to give people an introduction to who they are listening to. 
And I want to take some of my old followers down memory lane. And I want to thank you all for kicking it with me as long as you have, because it is now 2022. And some of y'all have been here since these videos, 2015. That's a long time. We're talking about seven years, seven years. I appreciate you. Trust me, I do. Let's see. Oh, yes. And if you are no stranger to social media, you know Gooding, you know who this person is. You know who this person is. This is Mr. Thomas Sotomayor. He was the king. And probably he was the king, I think. I don't know if Kevin Samuels then took over, but during the 2015 to 2018 time frame, this was the king of goddamn controversy. The king. And everybody hated this nigga here. <laughs> but me and Tommy hit it off okay. I actually did a few shows with Tommy Sotomayor. A few of them. And yeah, we ended up getting into it. It was a big thing, you know. But everything calmed down uh, over the years now. But again... Princella is no stranger, <laughs> no stranger to controversy, no stranger to debate. I will take on anybody. I don't, that's not even the issue, but I'm just letting you know I'm not new to these social media streets and I'm not new to the camera. Okay. Let's see, let's go there. And, ah, I've also been on the local news several times because of some of the videos that I did on social media on YouTube on Facebook Isaiah Carey I don't know some of y'all Isaiah Carey is best known he's a reporter out here in Houston and he is best known for his video that has gone viral several times. Y'all know him. Even if you don't live in Houston, you know who Isaiah Carey is. Because Isaiah Carey was the, the reporter that was in this country town who was doing, uh, he was doing some report on something. And a bug flew in his mouth and his whole demeanor changed. It went from being, you know, on the white code to being on Hey, Negro, what the fuck is going on with this country as Hicktown? A lot of people know who that might be. All right. So I've been on his show on several occasions right out here in Houston, Texas. Uh, I'll say I've probably been on there about seven times, maybe, uh, as a result of him finding. Uh, I got a chance to be on there with Willie D. Willie D has his own a uh, show called No More Talk. So I've been, I've actually been on the show with Willie D about three times. Um, I was on the show with, um, what's his name, Bun B uh, from UGK. So I've been out here, I've been out here. I ain't new, y'all. I'm not new. A lot of people might think I'm new. I'm also an author. Not only have, do I do the social media thing, not only do I do music and poetry? I'm also an author. And I wrote a book called The Five Components of Love. And you can get this book, um, you can get this book on Amazon. Or you can 
get it from me directly. This particular thing, we'll talk about this later on as we get into the actual discussion for today. But I am, what I want to say is, as a person, as a person, I am quite well-rounded. I have had my hands in some of everything, and what I want to bring to the High Power Podcast is life experiences and wisdom and knowledge that can help people grow beyond their limitations. So this is really what this is about. Not only am I, am I an author, do I do music, do I write books, do I draw poetry. I was also commissioned in the Army. Um, I'm a commissioned officer in the Army in logistics. So I've, uh, I have a lot, of, a lot of life experiences that I'm looking to bring to the table. And I'm a certified project manager. All right. All right. Y'all hit the like button if you're in here. Hit the like button and subscribe. Bring your folks in here. Now. That's enough about me telling you who I am. More of a free bird. I'm more of a free bird. But it's one thing for you to say something about yourself. And it's another one for other people to say something about you. Okay? So I got to I got to back up some of the stuff that I say with with credibility, you know, with some receipts. So Back, back when I was really doing this thing uh, on social media, I had a GoFundMe page, and I had a lot of people who supported me. So I'm, I, I'm just pulling some of the comments, because I pulled them from there specifically because they were easy to find. Uh, because all of the other comments on videos and my message box and all that, I didn't want to go look. So I went to a place where they were all concentrated, and I just pulled a few of them from there. Uh, but... Uh, Larray Jackson, she says, thank you for sharing your knowledge. It has helped me tremendously. All right. Uh, I'm not going to read all of that uh, after that because she closed down her Facebook page and all of that. But a lot of these people got help. They enjoy what I, and that's why a lot of them still with me. Um, so let's see what's going. We got Shanique Lofton. I just really want to thank you for everything, P. Really, I have learned so much. Love you. Be safe and be patient with us. Want to continue this journey with you. Dominique Hillman, you literally are changing my thinking and my life. Thanks. Ms. Clark, I know I've been sort of a pain in the ass on your page recently, and we may not agree on everything. However, please know that I have a tremendous amount of respect for you. Your cause is noble and your heart is genuine. I have learned much from listening. Keep up the good work. Hello. Hi, Princella. This is O'Deary from London, England. I listen to you as much as I can bear in mind the time difference. Love you like cooked food, but seriously, I really do find you intriguing, exceptionally intelligent, and gifted. I appreciate you, and I sincerely say I've learned some valuable lessons from your teachings. You are so young for someone so unequivocally wise. I respect you and honor you, sister. Please accept my small donation of $65. You are worthy of more. Queen Princella. 
You are a breath of fresh air for Miss Alma Vincent. And thank you for sharing all your videos and opening our eyes to looking at life in a different perspective. Please keep doing what you're doing and may God continue to bless you with your craft. I'm, uh, I'm your number one fan for life. Yvette Baker. Your time and energy and the life lessons you provide are so much or worth so much more. I find so many gems in a lot of your videos. Please don't stop doing what you're doing. And Richard, Richard Thompson, thank you, sister. You are a master teacher. So this is just from a few people, all right? I got to give you some credibility to wonder so you know who you're talking to, all right? I ain't just some random person that just decided to go live and say, you know what? Everybody's doing podcasting. I can make it in podcasting. No, that was not how this came about. A lot of people actually have been asking me to do a podcast for a long time because I used to just press the go live button and I used to just talk, talk, talk. I didn't plan nothing. I would just come straight off the dome most of the time. And as time has progressed, life is all about following your purpose. And life and things on this path have shown me that my true purpose I already dibbled and dabbled in years ago, and then I walked away from it. And it pushed me back over here. And that's why I'm doing it this time with high quality, high quality. And that's what we're doing. So now with that being said, the question is this. Why did I choose to name the show The High Power Podcast? That is the next question. Well, I decided to name it The High Power Podcast. First, we're going to look up the definition of power because I think you'll be able to gather why I named it that just by the definition alone. Power. The first context is not the context that we're looking for, but I will read the definition anyway. The ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or quality. Example, the power of speech. Mm, not the context that we're using here. Number two. The capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. So, based on definition number two, the reason why I chose to name this the High Power Podcast is because everything that you are looking for as an individual, you have it inside of you. You have the ability to direct and govern your behavior, your life in any way that you want. A lot of times you'll go through life experience and you'll pick up tools that you are able to carry on through your journey to, an, to another experience that you'll have. Some of the experiences that I particularly have experienced, some of you may not have experienced those. And what I want to do is give you some of the tools that I picked up along these, this journey that we call life that may help you if you, dis, if you actually walk into 
to some of these experiences. And so I feel that passing this information on to you to help you develop will give you more power to govern and control your life. It's not to govern and control other people, but literally to govern and control your individual life. And so with a lot of the experiences I've had, yes, all of that stuff that we talked about, but I have more experiences. I'm a mother. When I first started, I was not a mother. When I first started, I was single, single. People have watched me have a baby. People have watched me get married. People watched me go through divorce. People have watched me overcome a lot of things, and they also watched me not break, bend, or fold during the entire travel. And so I have things to say and I have a lot of knowledge and wisdom that can literally help people who might not know how to help themselves, might not know where to look for the answers. So this is why I chose to call it the High Power Podcast. Hey, everything ain't going to be, less, you're like, crazy serious where you just can't have oh no we're gonna have some fun here we're gonna have we it's not gonna be let me talk you to death Mm-mm, it's not gonna be that because if you are familiar with any of my past videos hell, hell i did a video today just to get people to come over here uh we talked about 50 cent body shaming nelly and his uh you know, his private parts and stuff. We talked about that today, too. We're going to have some fun, but the whole idea is to help you shift your perspective in a lot of things and to calm down and go with the flow of life because let me tell you something, one thing that you ain't going to never do. You ain't never going to control life the way you want it to. It's all about controlling yourself and being knowing when to bend, knowing when to fold, knowing when to submit to things so that life can be a little bit easier and that you can get through it with a lot more vigor. Right. We want to turn your trials into triumphs, your vanquishments into victories. And we want to help you transition from victimhood to victorhood. That's what we're doing here. You understand? All right. So. Out of all of the days I could have chose, why in the hell would I choose Valentine's Day? Out of all the days I could have chose, why did I choose Valentine's Day. You know why? Being at the core of my following, right, may not even celebrate holidays. We ain't just talking to the core of my followers, right? Hey, the numbers might be low now, but baby, trust me, they gonna rise. I promise you they will. So, I chose Valentine's Day because I, like a lot of people, are single. And they might not be getting shit today from nobody, right? They might be single as hell. I know I'm single as all get out, right? And some of these people might actually be tying their value into whether they get a gift or not. Whether they can say that they got a boyfriend or not. Now, I'm single, but look at me. 
I could be in a relationship in two minutes. All I got to do is pick up the phone. Two minutes. Probably not even two minutes. Who wouldn't want, look at me. Who in the hell wouldn't want to be with me? Everybody in their mama probably want to be with me. So I'm not single because I can't find nobody. I'm single because I'm too valuable to give myself away for nothing. So I wanted to do this on a day that as a single woman by choice, I want to accompany those who may not be single by choice and others who may be single by choice. For those who are not single by choice, I want to put some I want to put some positivity into them and help them look at things from a different perspective. And then for those who are single by choice, I want to make you a little bit more powerful and stead uh, and stern on why you single by by choice, because we're. Today is Lover's Day, but it's not loving somebody else. Today is Lover's Day for yourself. And that's why I had the meal cooked. That's why I had the meal cooked on a table for one person. Because this ain't about nobody else but yourself. All right? All right? You ain't got to be single out here and, and moping around and all of that. You can enjoy yourself, right? But it's hard to enjoy yourself when you don't like yourself. Now, I know it's a lot of people out here that can't stand themselves. They don't like themselves, but they want somebody else to like them, right? You can't, sit in the, you can't sit in a room and enjoy your own company, but you want somebody else to be all up under you, enjoying you, and you don't like you. <laughs> and you can't like what you don't know. Some of you don't even know yourself because we are so, we are so adamant on being in codependent situations, right? Codependent situations. Hmm. And what I want to do is help break that codependency and help people stand alone. See, when you get out there and you're listening to shit like Kevin Samuels, Red Pill, and all that stuff, you really feel, they, they, that you let that poison get in your head and you really feel that you have to be with somebody in order for you to have value. Oh no, baby, do you not know that value is internal and you have to work on creating value? One of the most Mis one of the most mis pieces of misinformation is that women are born with value and they lose it over time. And men have to create value. If this ain't the most bullshit thing I have ever heard in my entire life. And the reason why that's bullshit is because it speaks about animal behavior, that your purpose in life is nothing other than to be sexually attracted to somebody and fuck, and then produce kids, and that's it. That's, that's your life. That's what that says. But that ain't, that ain't what it is to be human, because after you done fucked and fucked and fucked and nothing then came of it, guess what people start asking? What else you got besides sex? Wait a minute, I thought you said that all, that's the only thing that matter. 
right? No, because when you want to live with people, because the fact of the matter is the value comes in people. Businesses can't start without the value of people adding in to the business that you start, right? There's something internal that is of value to people, but people want to come up with these, these talking points that are not true in real life. They're not true in real life. The real world don't operate the way people talk. And what I want to do here with the High Power Podcast, you can be more powerful within yourself and in the world if you walk in this world on solid truth and reality and not what you think is supposed to be, but in reality. All right. So this is why I chose Valentine's Day. Now, if you're single, if you single and you feel like what I'm saying is bullshit, listen, if you feel like what I'm saying is bullshit, I have prepared a list of people who are in marriages that are complaining and it will probably make you happy that you're by your damn self. Just because people going out here and they holding hands on Valentine's Day, some of these people going to the house and getting their ass beat, right? And going to work with black eyes talking about a ran into a door. But you single, and because that person driving a Benz to work, because my husband bought me a Benz, my boyfriend did this. But you don't know that bitch getting her ass beat every day. But you over here sad because you sitting quietly with your bubble bath, you know, listening to some Sade, and you you ain't got no boyfriend, trust me. <laughs> the grass ain't always greener on the other side. So we're gonna take, we're gonna take a look at some of these folk. <laughs> we're gonna take a look at some of these folks that's probably crying right now on Valentine's Day, even though, <laughs> even though they got a partner. Y'all can read along. I'm a part of this group on Facebook called Anonymous Askers. I love Anonymous Askers. You know why? Because I was married, right? And I had joined the marriage club. <laughs> I joined the marriage club when I got married. And they got this subgroup called Anonymous Askers. <laughs> now, this is probably the least intense story that we got but I'm gonna go ahead and read it for you check it in my husband and I have been together for five years we've been under the same roof for four years he's losing interest with me sexually nothing I say or do interest him I've tried lingerie toys even setting the mood and trying out offering the uh, acts for the night he won't engage yet he likes porn and jacks off well is it just me? How do I keep him satisfied if he seems uninterested? Our sex life has slowly dwindled since we've been together. He won't try anything new, even though I've tried and offered. Yes, he gets hormone replacements and ED meds. I'm tired of trying and asking, especially when he doesn't seem to want to try suggestions. Okay, this is probably the least of the horror stories, but we talking about they only been together for five years. They say until death do you part. It sounds like it's already dead to me. Because you know what? When you're in a marriage, 
Everybody think that you're supposed to keep your peewee and your VJ within the marriage. Well, if you want to talk about to death, do your part. And you want to, why, why we ain't staying together like our grandparents stayed together? And you're talking about 40 years. Baby, they ain't only five years in. They got 30, she got 35 more years to go, <laughs> all right? Not getting no sex from her, from her husband, right? And she can't figure out why he don't want to be with her. So she wrong if she cheat and go get it from somewhere else, right? He won't say nothing to her. Y'all think, can y'all be, in, uh, be honest, be honest, don't sit up here and lie, because one thing you're going to get, I'm going to start doing something like three strikes and you're out. If I catch you lying, okay, on the High Power Podcast where we come in here and we kind of kind of tell the truth, if you get three strikes, yeah, it's going to time out. Now, and I'm going to set that up because I'm still setting stuff up like sound effects and all of that. Be honest. Would you rather be single or would you rather deal with that? Be honest. Be honest. Would you rather be single or would you rather deal with that? All right. Because I'm going to tell you right now. Dude, we done. We are done. I'm in, I'm in the prime and the height of my, my sexual peak. And I'd be damned if you sit there and want to jack off and not pay me no attention. You, the four sisters on Thumb Street, and that shit you watching on, on uh, whatever the hell, Pornhub, what, go on, keep it. Do you? Because I'm out. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Eyes out. I'm out. I know y'all going to say, you better not come over here try to be all high and mighty. You know, good and goddamn well, y'all will be out too. Or you'll be cheating like a motherfucker. You know it. Anyway, next. Y'all ain't, trust me, being here with me right now on Valentine's Day by yourself is a good thing. Hi, I need help. My husband cheated on me eight years ago. If you want to be cheated on, you might as well be single because single men cheat all the goddamn time. If you... Why be in a marriage if you still got to be cheating? You're still going to be cheating on you. Anyway, my husband cheated on me eight years ago, which resulted in a pregnancy. Not only did he go cheat, he got the chick pregnant. And because you married to him and you feel like you got to fight for your marriage, you're going to get stuck in that, huh? I'd have been out in the first sentence. Anyway, and I stayed because I didn't want to give up on my marriage. Mm. I, in turn, cheated on him because I was hurt. You might as well would have been single, y'all. Okay? You think you, you, look at these married folks out here going crazy. Look, now the guy I cheated with, I've been talking to for the last six years. He knew I was married the first year we met and stuck around. I told him I would leave my husband. Don't this, don't this chick sound like a dude? In a woman's body. Because ain't this the typical shit that men tell women? I'm not, listen, he knew I was married, i.e. she knew I was married. Um, I did tell her I was going to leave my wife. I told him I was going to leave my husband, which I had no intention on leaving. 
Well, you know, I, I just told her that so I can keep on getting the, you know, the little thing thing, you know, but I ain't really want to leave my wife. This sound <laughs> like a female, like a man in a woman's body. That's what this sound like. Anyway, um, which I had no intention of leaving. Fast forward to the day the guy I checked in with is claiming sexual assault. Now, don't these, don't these words roll sound reverse? The dude claiming sexual assault on the chick. I mean, <laughs> I ain't never heard no shit like this. Okay, look. Oh my gosh. He claiming sexual assault. He's claiming that I sexually assaulted him and he asked me to stop. I was on the bottom and I didn't stop. He is also saying he's been going to therapy for six years and he had a paperwork stating he's been in therapy for this reason, saying I was aggressive during sex. It's a whole mess with him. I don't know what to do to get my uh, but to get a lawyer and prepare for a fight because I say it was consensual and he's saying it was not because I was aggressive. Do y'all hear this shit? Do y'all hear this? Look. As a single person, you ain't, well, you might have to deal with this if you, 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 you get you a little one-nighter and shit go sideways. But the reality is, is this chick cheated on her husband because he cheated on her. Now you done ran. Are y'all sure this ain't no man covering up the shit that's going on? I don't know. That's what it sounds like to me. But I'm not going into details about that. The whole point of the matter is, is this. Don't be sitting up here boohooing because you ain't got no boo. Because the people that got a boo, for outward appearances, look at the shit they're going through right now. Trust me. Sip your wine and smoke your weed, whatever the hell you're doing by yourself right now. Trust me, you're going to have uh, a, 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 more peace of mind. promise you. Look at this. Can you post this, please? My husband and I have been together for 12 years, with four of them being married. On multiple occasions, I have caught him exposing himself to women on Facebook Messenger. Now, why are you going to be in a marriage if you still got to deal with single people shit? I've caught him exposing himself to women on Messenger. His excuse is always, oh, well, I didn't sleep with any of them, or I need to respect his privacy. Nigga, if you wanted privacy, you should have stayed single, okay? Because there's a certain amount of privacy your ass ain't going to get if you get married. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm telling you right now, Princella ain't putting up with none of that shit. If you want it, listen, Princella's out. I know I ain't getting married no more. I know I ain't getting married no more because I don't like I don't like people trying to control me and all that shit. And I damn sure ain't finna sit and let no dude do this in my face. And you done committed to me. I would, I might as well be single. Right? Respect his privacy. Recently, I found out through my cousin A, cousin A, that my husband and my cousin B have been having inappropriate conversations on Messenger. He has called her naked. This dude don't respect your ass at all. He has called her naked, even got her a gift for her birthday and Christmas without me knowing. Girl, if you don't leave this man, girl, if you don't leave this dude alone. But see, y'all will put up with this shit. You will put up with this shit 
under the sole purpose or sole guise of being able to tell other chicks, at least I got a man. Baby, I don't want no man if I got to deal with this. I'm telling you right now. Y'all saw my food. Do I need to put it up there again? Huh? I cook. I'm good. Baby, I'm the value here. I don't need no man to put up with this shit. If you ain't going to be solid, get the hell out of my face. Look at this. Neither him or her admit doing these things. He says he did call her, but he wasn't naked. But didn't tell me because he thought me and the cuz was beefing. <laughs> Here, come. Cousin B says it never happened. The one that he was doing it with, right? I don't know what to believe. Wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. What the hell you mean you don't know what to believe? Didn't you catch him exposing himself to women on Facebook Messenger? Didn't you catch him? I thought you caught him. So now you're going to let this same person say that he called your cousin, but he wasn't naked when he got a habit of being naked and exposed on Facebook Messenger. What the hell you mean you don't know what to believe? Please explain that to me. See, it's so easy to get over on gullible women because they just got to have somebody to validate their existence. I'm here to tell you, you don't need nobody here to validate your existence but you. Because if you understood that, I promise you, you wouldn't be putting up with this shit right here. Now, I don't know what to believe. Cousin A has no reason to lie. What do you think I should do? First of all, what I think you should do is get some self-worth. You got to start there because you ain't going to leave this dude if you think that he's a part of your worth. That's the reason why you even on here asking the question to begin with. I think you need to get some self-worth and go in the closet, go in your room, shut off all the lights and sit there in your own thoughts and evaluate yourself. Right. That's what I think you need to do. Trust me, y'all, we be happy you single right now because you ain't got these problems right now. I have an anonymous question for the group. Please help. I can't get my husband to get a job. Hold on. Hold the hell on. Woman, you can't get your husband to get a job. That sound like you got a goddamn kid. That's what it sound like before I even go on with the rest of this. Can't get him to drive Uber, DoorDash, nothing. Backstory, he had a stroke before we met. Within six months of our meeting, he was completely healed. It has been a year since then, and he will, not, he will get a job and just quit within a few days or weeks. I don't know what to do but to keep talking, him, talking to him about his next steps. Hold on the fuck you mean keep talking to him about his next step this is the this the definition of codependency do you hear this this dude won't get a job and she say she don't know what to do besides to keep talking to him ain't like willie d say no more talk no more talk what, 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 what is it to talk about kick his ass out 
But you know why you're dealing with this? Because you just need to be validated by some penis. That's why you're dealing with it. That is the reason why you're dealing with that dog-ass shit right there. He just sits around playing video games. First of all, as a woman right here, as a bad motherfucking woman, and I know I'm bad. I, you know, if I got people out here, that's, if, if people on here watching me that, that work with me or see me at work, don't put, they'll tell you, I work, I work, Priscilla work. Oh, Priscilla work. I sure do. And as a woman that work, I'd be good and I'd be damned if I'm going to sit up here and deal with a dude that want to play video games all goddamn day. Video games? What is you, 12? Huh? Smoking? Video game? Woman, what's your problem? Because he is a problem, but he ain't the problem in this situation. You the problem. Mm-hmm. And talking on the phone to his family, I have to pay all the bills. Girl, what is wrong with you? I'm sorry I ain't reading this all the way through before I make commentary, but I can't because this is just plum dumb. I have to pay all the bills. When we talk about it, he makes all these promises or sometimes he just goes off on me for asking him to stand up. Girl, what is wrong with you? Do you not see that you dealing with a seven-year-old? Hmm? It, this is like asking him to clean his room. Y'all better be happy that you single, baby. Don't be so happy because somebody bought you a flower and you can say, ooh, my man got me a flower on Valentine's Day. But meanwhile, your ass got to pay all the bills while he's sitting up there smoking and playing video games. Girl, please. Please. Get some, get some self-respect. Look at this. I am doing everything a wife should. This ain't even her boyfriend, y'all. This chick is married to this trash-ass dude. But you got people up here praising getting married to the bottom of the barrel type motherfuckers. Uh-uh. Hell no. Cooking, cleaning, she can't get this nigga to wash the dishes. She can't get this nigga to wash the dishes. So he, you let this, fuck asking this mother, I'd have been filed for divorce. She let this dude sit up here and play video games, smoke and talk on the phone and then refuse to do the dishes. Girl, you dealing with a seven-year-old. Timmy! Timmy, get in here and wash the dishes or I'm going to ground you. I'm going to ground you. No more video games for 24 hours. Bitch, if you don't get some nuts and kick this nigga out the house. Huh? Paying all the bills and giving him mind-blowing sex. Lord, have mercy. First of all, let me tell you something. A lot of dudes are shallow. They done told you, like Kevin Samuels say on multiple occasions, that they don't give a fuck about your degrees. They don't give a damn about your drive, your willpower, your character. They don't really give a fuck about none of that. They only care 
if you if you're young, pretty, because they want to be able to have sex with you. So they look at sex as being some type of reward for being a certain type of dude. Why in the hell is you fucking this dude? I know I'm being a little raw, but that's what it's about here. Why are you having sex with the, I don't give a damn if he is quote unquote your husband. In my mind, he ain't nothing but your kid. Why are you fucking your son? Because that's what this shit sound like. I told him I wanted a divorce months ago. Don't tell him shit. Go file for divorce. What are you talking about? This ain't a person to, this is not a person that you reason with. You don't reason with this person. You don't converse with this person. You put your foot down and you show this type of person better than you can tell them. That's what you do with this. It's Valentine's Day, y'all. You think he got her a gift? Hmm. What y'all think he did for her today? But she got a man, y'all. She got a man. And, and y'all walk around here and let these scrubs tell you, that's why you single. That's why I don't know man. Baby, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm delicious. I'm scrumptious. Trust me, plenty of men want me. Is plenty of men going to get me? No. Hell no. Mm-mm. Hell no. I'd rather be in here with my lobster tails that I done cooked, my fucking brandy, my cigar, laughing at these idiots right here who fucking their kids. I told him I wanted a divorce months ago, but that is, that is not true. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. What did I just read? What did I just, did y'all hear that last part? This chick say, I told him I wanted a divorce months ago, but that is not true. Why the hell do you want to stay in this shit with this dude? You know why? Because people have conditioned, society has conditioned, specifically women, not so much men. They conditioned women to fight for something outside of themselves. A concept, an ideal, something fictitious. You can't even put your finger on it. The idea of a marriage. Now you got this idiot here that then showed you in more ways than one. Fuck you, bitch. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I like playing my video games. I like smoking, bitch. I'm not helping you do a goddamn thing. I ain't washing no dishes. You're going to cook. You're going to suck my dick. And I'm going to keep on playing my video games. And, bitch, I ain't going to get no job. But you want to sit here and I want to fight for something fictitious that don't even exist. Girl, you ain't got no goddamn marriage. What, 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 what you talk about? You want your marriage. Girl, do you not see that you single? Do you not see that you single? What are, you, what, what, what are we talking about? And then you keep rewarding this nigga with mind-blowing sex for nothing. I'd be damned if that nigga get anything from me. No head, no nothing. And I'm pretty sure you, not only are you paying all the bills, I bet you buying his clothes too. That nigga be right outside my front door with what he came in there with, and I'm pretty sure that's nothing. I'm more than certain that's nothing. 
crazy ass people. That's why we doing this on Valentine's Day, because I want you to feel good about being single on Valentine's. I want you to feel real goddamn good. I've been married for going on 13 years. Now, this person said, please post anonymously in all caps. Now, check this idiot out. I've been married for going on 13 years. I got with my husband, then my boyfriend, when he was fresh out of the penitentiary. First of all, first and foremost, bitch, why? Why in the hell are you getting niggas fresh out the penitentiary? Why? I got to do some evaluation on you. I got to do some evaluation on you on why you feel like the best option is to get a nigga straight out the penitentiary. Now, to be honest with you, I'm going to read the rest of this for y'all. But to be honest with you, it stopped right there for me. I don't even know what you complain about. You got exactly what you asked for when you went and dug out the penitentiary. That's what you got. You got exactly what you asked for. Anyway, I knew going in, it was going to take some time for him to readjust to society. Please tell me how long he was in the penitentiary, ma'am. But anyway, so I handled everything. I didn't go in blind. No, you saying that so you can cover up how you feel about this fucked up ass decision that you done went and made. Okay. All right. I didn't go in blind. Keep in mind, I was buying my home. Wait a minute. Wait a good and goddamn minute, lady. You buying a house. You ain't on Section 8. You buying a house. So that means your credit somewhat decent. You at least got a 540 or 580. With a little bit of help, you at least got that. But I think you got a little bit more than a 580. But you buying a house. And you go get a nigga out the penitentiary. That people been giving him protein loaves and juice. And cornbread, that's all that nigga been eating in, in different kind of ramen noodle soups. That, that, that's what you go get. And you now want to post anonymously. I'm telling y'all, you got women out here. Listen, people, on Valentine's Day. You got women out here that's so desperate to have a man because they really feel like this is a part of their value. That they'll go get a nigga out the penitentiary just to say that they have a man. You better learn to love yourself and you better learn to have some standards for yourself. If you end up single, so the fuck what? I was buying my home, new car in the driveway, etc. But you go get a nigga that got to ride a skateboard. That's his way home. Out the penitentiary. Skateboard. <laughs> After about six months, I asked him when was he planning on getting the job. He nastily replied, maybe I don't want no job. Maybe I don't want a job. That one threw me for a loop. Baby, I don't know why I threw you for a loop. This nigga hit the fucking lottery. Do you not? Let, 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 me, let, me, let me explain something to you ladies out here. Do you not know that dudes in the penitentiary, 
seek, why they in there? They seek women to latch on to, to take care of their ass. They seek women, okay, they play on your vulnerabilities, hoping you'll send their ass some money and put, put on their books, and hopefully that when they get out, they can move in with your ass. Do you not know that's the game? Do you not know that that's the game? Hell, my cousin, my cousin pulled that shit on the chick. I don't understand. Bitch, if, you, if, penit if penitentiary is anywhere in your resume, bitch, you do not qualify to be with Princella. I'm just telling you. You don't qualify, nigga. Don't even put in your application because it's going in file 13. File 13 immediately. But no, chickadee, you got a brand new house, a brand new car. You didn't pick this nigga up out the doggone penitentiary and you think this nigga want to get a job man if I was him I wouldn't get one either I wouldn't get one either because I'm gonna tell you this how they, this how these dudes talk man I just came up on a bad hoe man man yeah that bitch bad she look good man that bitch got a house man man her credit like a 720 yeah 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 no 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 Hell no, I ain't finna go to work. No, that bitch got a new car too. And she gonna let me stay with her. Shit, I didn't hit it big. I ain't gotta go back to my mama house because my mama don't want me back there. She said I came here too much. She said she wasn't gonna help me because she told me to stay out the streets and I just did what I wanted to do. But this bitch came and saved a nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're dumb. And you're dumb and you go right to it. Right, right, right. You, you got to be honest. You got to be honest about this now. Don't sit up here and trip. Now, check it. Let's finish. I know I can't read this whole thing without making commentary because every sentence is stupid. Look, be happy you're single. That's all I'm trying to say. That's the only point of I'm reading this, this stuff right here, right? Maybe I don't want a job. And she say that through her for a loop. I don't know why. Should have cut loose then. Well, why didn't you? Why you ain't cut them loose then? Baby, you should have never picked the nigga up to begin with. He went and got a job after me giving him an ultimatum. It lasted for about four months and he was pulling down the hours, but he was stingy on bill assistance. Then all of a sudden, no job. So now he don't want to pay no bills. He don't want to do nothing. Now he ain't got no job. He quit. He said he was fired for getting too many hours. That's a lie. Sounded like garbage, but by this time, my heart was all in. How the hell did your heart get all the way in when you already had problems from Jump Street? What is your heart? I, I need her to tell me. What is her heart falling for? What is your heart falling for? Because I'm confused. I really am. I really am. Because Princella Hart ain't getting involved on no level with this type of stupidity. I wouldn't even spit on a nigga like that. Now, I'm telling you the truth. Now, let's see. Hmm. He began hustling to make money. Oh, going to do, going to do some shit that'll take your ass right back to the penitentiary, huh? <laughs> Lord. And woman, you got a house and a car, and this is what you won't deal with? Lord have mercy. He was damn good at it, too. 
He was helping pay all the bills and was and all was good. Hmm. Well, we ended up getting married. Lord have mercy. So you I mean, this is bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. So you will accept him going out to slang and deal dope drugs. The same probably some similar shit that put his ass back in the penitentiary. And you all good with it because he done paid you some bills. Fuck the idea that he could be out there in the streets getting into some heavy shit and then somebody want to kill his ass. But instead of killing him, he come up and shoot up motherfuckers that's close to him. You don't even think like that, huh? You don't know what this dude into. But you all, it's all okay because... Well, he was real good at selling drugs. Yeah, yeah. Based on how you think, maybe this is the type of dude you need to be with. Because there's no way in hell. Um, anyway, she ended up marrying the dude and moved out of state. And we paid for our own wedding. Recently, he was in a terrible accident and broke his neck. Sorry, dude. I hate that you broke your, broke your neck. I took an unpaid leave from my job and flew to where he was to be at his side. He had numerous surgeries and long hospital rehabilitation stays. During that time, he lost his mom and two siblings. My condolences go out to you and your family. He's now handicapped and has, and, and has seemed to give up and mostly relies on me. Hold on, let's go to the next one. Most rely on you for... Most relies on me for everything. He speaks so nasty to me now. And all we do is argue over everything. I feel like a slave because all I hear are excuses as to why he can't do things I know and have seen him do. Let's say, let's stop right there. I don't know what made you think this was going to be different because his mentality before he went to start selling drugs again was he ain't really want to get no job, right? You're talking about somebody that operates in the underworld, and now you want them to be in the square world. It don't work like that. And so all this dude know is shit that sends him to the penitentiary. Now that he's handicapped, what the hell you think he going to do? He can't, he can't dope deal no more. You got to be fully able and capable to be a dope dealer. All right? He won't do anything for himself. For these past four years, it's gotten so worse to the point I most times want out. I am not in love anymore. This in love shit is what get all these people wrapped up into bullshit. Because you're making long-term decisions on an emotion that's more than likely going to fade. Because that's what emotions do. They're unstable. So what you thought was love with some flimsy-ass lust and emotions, you probably wanted to fill a void. And now that he ain't able to fill that void, you don't have a feeling no more. Baby, love is not solely a feeling, and we're going to get into that when we talk about the book that I wrote, The Five Components of Love, huh? I do 
love and care about him. Last week, we had an argument so bad, I felt like packing up and leaving. I can't afford to leave right now. I don't know where, I don't know, I don't have anywhere to go and not enough money to move out or file for divorce. So now, you done went and bought a house, a car, and now you done took on, you think, I'm pretty sure, because this is what I'm seeing in this, when he was dope dealing, he was bringing in, because he was real good at it, he was bringing in more money than you could actually sustain your lifestyle on, because you started depending on that money that he was bringing in. Now he can't bring in that dope money no more. And now you can't afford to do a goddamn thing by yourself when you was already doing it by yourself before you met the dude. So what changed? You had to start living above your means because he was bringing in dope money. So now you can't afford to move and you can't afford to get a goddamn divorce. You wouldn't even have to divorce something if you would have never jumped into the bullshit to begin with. So y'all got to learn how to read between the lines of stuff. Read what people ain't saying with the shit that they are saying. Right? Now, let's see. He gets disability. So we're doing okay, but not that good. We haven't had sex for going on five and a half years because he has turned me off. Baby, what about him has turned you off? It should have turned you off before you got in it, but it didn't. So what was it now that turned you off? Is it his broken neck? Is it his disability that turned you off? Because if you really loved the person he was... Baby, an accident ain't going to turn you off from somebody that you love internally. When it's something about a person on the inside that really gets your fires lighting, nothing that happens to them physically will turn you off. What is it that turns you off about this cat? He wanted it so much that it became a chore. Now sex isn't even on my mind anymore he says I no longer love him because of the uh, because of this and our arguments have moved on to below the belt status I recently contracted COVID and had to quarantine at home with him there I told him to please go get tested we've both had our shots and he assured me he had I just overheard him on the phone telling the caller that he hadn't been tested I am so angry right now he's playing games with me not knowing uh, not playing playing games not only with his life but mine too I know I'll be better off if I leave him but my heart won't let go this whole this whole fucking post is trash but you just said you wasn't in love with him no more, and now you say your heart won't let go. You just one confused cookie. But I'm, I, 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 only, I only read all that, y'all, so that you wouldn't feel so bad about being single right now. Because that bitch is single, right? The, the chick before her was single, but they got relationships, right? And they bad, they piss poor. Do y'all know that 90% of the shit that they post in Anonymous Askers is shit like this? Y'all do know that, yeah? The majority of stuff that is posted in Anonymous Askers come from married folks. So please, don't be feeling so bad right now, okay? Anyway, so the grass ain't greener. Now, 
Now, on a better note, right? On a better note. Y'all heard that Venus Williams, Venus Williams, she says she a virgin at 41 years old. At 41, Venus Williams says she a virgin. And you got a lot of people, you go girl. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I think it's bullshit. I'm not saying that she bullshit for saying she a virgin. I believe that she a virgin. I'm saying the concept of virginity in and of itself is trash. And it's not something to be praised. Well, why you say that, Princella? Why you saying virginity is not something to be praised? First and foremost, nature does not support the concept of virginity because the whole thing of being human is to reproduce. And you can't do that without sex. So that tells you right now that the concept of virginity is not even supported by nature. This is why I don't, I'm gonna tell you why I don't. Which means, or which insinuates that the more anti-human or the more inanimate a woman is, the more valuable she is. So the more, the, the less human she is, because women are perceived or are socially, the social perception, that's it, that's what I'm trying to say. The social perception of women is that women are also always supposed to be happy, submissive, polite, smile all the time. Don't be upset. Be pretty all the time. Don't have sex. Don't have sex. And I will value you more for the idea that you have never had sex. So the more inanimate that you appear to be, the more valuable I think you are, which all goes back to Christianity or the Bible and all that shit where it tries to teach you that your very humanity is a sin. You was born innocent. How the fuck we going to be born into some shit that we was created to be? How can you say that my very nature of being human is a sin. How can you say the very nature of sexuality which is given to humans is a sin and something to look down upon? So it's real interesting that Venus Williams has a name, Venus, which actually correlates to the Greek goddess, Venus, the planet, Venus, which symbolizes Sexuality, fertility, and beauty. But we anti that. And you know why we anti that? Because I don't support that. I don't. Women are taught to be ashamed of sex. In the and the power in sex, let me tell you something, sex is so powerful. And the, 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 the most 
powerful people on the planet know how powerful sex is. It unlocks your creativity. It unlocks the boundaries placed on the human mind. It's so powerful that even in the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, they have a complete chapter dedicated to it by call, well, that is titled Sex Transmutation. Throughout history, even in some of your, for those who are in the conscious community and all of that, you know, the obelisk, you know, the obelisk, you know what that is? That represents the male phallus, right? Mm-hmm, the phallus in the water represents the woman. You know, even subliminally, sex is woven into some of the most ancient knowledge, but they will tell you to be ashamed of your sexuality, so much so that we're praising it like it's something to be proud of, that you ain't never experienced the, the power and the bliss of yourself. And so women think that they're saving themselves and they're giving themselves to a man. This is one of the damn reasons why women don't experience orgasm. 80% of women do not orgasm through penetrative sex. You know why? Because the mentality of them giving something, they are putting men in control of their own pleasure. They're putting men in control of their self-pleasure. Don't nobody know your body better than you. But you don't know your body because you've been taught to be ashamed of it and you ain't even explored yourself. Because when it comes to women, sex is bad. It's nasty. It's something you should be ashamed of. It's something that you shouldn't partake in. Meanwhile, boys, once they hit 13, their daddies and uncles is giving them condoms and trying to get them prostitutes and shit to fuck. So you, you turn 25 and not even explored your own body because you've been told that it's something to be ashamed of. When there is nothing to be ashamed of with something that is natural to you. Nobody knows you better than you. But you can't know you if you don't spend time with yourself. People get upset and say Jada Pinkett's mama was wrong and all of this. How in the hell is Jada Pinkett's mother wrong for telling her that her pleasure comes from herself and not to put no man in charge of it? Y'all telling people that masturbation is wrong when masturbation ain't nothing but motherfucking self-exploration. When did self-exploration become a negative thing? Hmm? Oh, it's only negative because the woman is doing it. But you walk in, you walk in your son room, you're going to get him privacy while he jacking off, huh? Well, that's just what boys do. So, what girls do? Well, we don't want to talk about that. Why not? They're human too. They're human too. They have sexual urges too. I mean, I need, to, I, need a real, I need a real response to that. I need a real response to that. Sexuality is a part of your very being 
of being human. And as a woman, it's your gift and your power throughout all things in life. Because the fact of the matter is, no matter how much people want to fight against that reality, sex is, probably, sex is the most powerful energy on the planet. Sex sells. Everything is centered around the enticement of sex. And the fact of the matter is the reason why women are ashamed of it are ashamed of it is because it is powerful. And so they need to reduce the ability for the woman to tap into that power by making her feel ashamed of it. But I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you from experience because I'm, I'm, I have had to, I have had to regenerate my mind around it because just like many women, I have suffered issues and trauma around this very topic myself. I've had to really do some soul searching and really transform myself, right? And, and repair some broken pieces within myself. And a lot of women share these broken pieces, right? The one thing about this new day and time is that things are becoming a lot less taboo. And there's always a pro and a con to everything, but when things don't go the way people want it to go, they always find the cons as if it ain't no pros in it. Ain't nothing all con and ain't nothing all pro. It's always going to be a heads and tails to every coin, every single one of them. It's up to you to find the positivity or the negativity in either side of the coin. And I choose to see the positivity of women being allowed to own their sexuality now, right? Because I noticed, you know, people, when, when, when Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion came out with WAP, everybody was in an uproar. Oh, this is, we, this is bad, this is bad. The only reason it's bad is because now the women are owning their sexuality. As long as men were owning the women's sexuality, it wasn't a problem. See, Too Short could sit up here and say all the nasty, degrading things about women and sex as he wanted to, and nobody batting an eye. Not a single goddamn eye. When Nelly was sliding credit cards down the crack of a woman's ass, nobody batted a damn eye. It was all good. But as soon as the woman say, <laughs> I got some WAP, the world come crashing down. You, what, you know why? Because they don't want the woman to own her sexuality. He doesn't want her to be in charge of it. Because it's too powerful. And they know it. So I'm just here to tell you, don't be ashamed of it. Don't let people take your power away. Right? Don't. You look back at my old videos. Most people didn't even think. Uh, 
Most people couldn't determine what the hell I was. They couldn't tell if I was gay. They couldn't tell. They couldn't tell if I even had sex. They don't. They, I was too mysterious. I was too mysterious. One is because I never came out expressing sexuality. Most of my videos were devoid of sexuality. Which is interesting because, uh, hmm. Nah. Let's see. Paul Sr. says, no, they didn't want little girls acting like thoughts at five years old. What you think that they was acting? Let me ask you this question, Paul. I tip because I was going to say I'm probably not going to be in the comments like I did on Facebook. But I have to ask. I, I really need to ask you this question, Paul. Do you think that two short them videos was clean? I mean, what would the girls act like? What would the girls act like if they saw I like big butts and I cannot lie? What was the girls acting like when they saw, you know, all these old school videos with the dudes rapping and the chicks shaking their ass in the videos? I'm just trying to because what you say don't make sense. They was marketed to anybody who listened to hip hop, which was targeting. It always targets the youth all the time. Right. It always targets the youth. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is the re this is the truth. The reality don't matter. No matter how you feel about life. No reality. It is what it is. Sex is a natural thing, and you ain't got to teach nobody to have no sex, to play with themselves, or none of that shit. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. You don't have to teach nobody to have sex or introduce them to sex. They will do it because it's a part of nature. It's a biological wiring. That's, that's what's going on. So you ain't got to teach nobody nothing. This idea of being a thought. Dudes will call a chick a thought if she sleep with somebody that nigga don't like. <laughs> oh, she ain't nothing but a hoe. She fucked that nigga, but she ain't fucked me. You'll call a chick a hoe for sleeping with somebody one time. If a little, if a, if a 13, 14 year old girl has sex one time because she's exploring, doing something that is natural for humans to do, y'all will call that little girl fast Ho and thought and ain't had but one fucking little ass experience. What what we talking about? No, 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 real. What are we talking about? So it's okay to teach the little boys to go hit and stick and poke any and every little thing. Right? I'm just trying to find out what is what we even talking about, really? 
because what is being said don't make no sense. So it's okay to teach girls that it's okay for a male to subject her and the dog her because that's what's being marketed marketed and out, right? The music industry has marketed to young girls that men are supposed to dog them. We ain't said nothing about that though, huh? Nope, not a single word. But now that the now that we got some WAP. I mean, is it supposed to be DOP, D-A-DAP? Is it supposed to be dry AP? Or is it supposed to be wet AP? Is it supposed to be wet? I mean, I'm being real. Let me tell you something. I'm being real. I'm not being idealistic. I'm being real. Is the shit supposed to be dry or is it supposed to be wet? You tell me. So as a woman, I can't acknowledge that I got some WAP. I can't wet AP. I can't, I can't say I got some wet AP. Because if I say I got some wet AP, the world gonna come crashing down. She is just so, she is so trashy. She is so thottish. I wouldn't listen to the high power podcast because she's an she's a whore. Meanwhile, the chick that just said that just went. In the house and touch down there. Ooh, it's so wet. Huh? But I'm wrong for acknowledging my humanity. Huh? We about a one confused ass group of people, right? Right? The, you can say your dick hard, but I can't say my AP. Uh, my P is W-A. I can't say that, huh? Because it's wrong. Because, Priscilla, you don't know who listening. You don't know who listening. It might be a little girl listening. Well, hell, it might be a little boy listening, telling you, telling them that don't love these hoes. Fuck these bitches. Dog them. Make them suck the thing. You don't have no problem with that? You don't have no problem with them going to shoot them up, kill them, bang, bang, sell dope. You don't have no problem with that. We only got a problem when the gay man come out and say, I like penis too. And the woman say, I got WAP. Now the world is, is crashing down now. It's crashing down now, but it wasn't crashing down before as long as men said what the hell they wanted to say. Don't be afraid of your sexuality and don't let nobody condemn you for your humanity. Understand, don't let nobody condemn you for the very human that you are. Humans have sex, goddammit. Women want sex just as much as men do. And it don't make you a hoe because you horny. I just want you to understand that. It don't make you a hoe because you hot between the thighs. You supposed to be, goddammit. That's the way... Nature made it. Don't be ashamed of that. And don't let nobody get in your head to make you think something wrong with you because you submit to your humanity. So no, I don't praise Venus for saying she a 41-year-old virgin because nature don't support no goddamn virginity. And what you waiting for? What you waiting for? 
who you, what you saving it for? Have sex for yourself. Don't have sex for no damn man. That's the reason why you ain't getting no orgasms now. Most of these men don't know where the goddamn G spot at. They don't know shit. Because they only using you as fucking masturbation devices to, to, to get off. They not thinking about pleasing you. You got to learn how to please yourself. But you can't learn to please yourself if you are so, if you are so ashamed of that side of yourself. Because that's a part of you. Take control. Get comfortable with yourself and spend some time with and by yourself. This is why we're doing this on Valentine's Day again. This is why we're doing this shit on Valentine's Day again. Because you cannot know yourself if you do not spend a significant amount of quality time. Not bullshit time, but quality time to learn yourself. That means exploring yourself Sexually through masturbation. That means going through your mind, okay, and looking at your trauma wounds and finding out where your strengths and weaknesses are in your life. What you like. What you like to do. Do you like to plant gardens? Huh? Do you like to grow fruit? Do you like to draw? Do you like to paint? What do you like to do and expound on the shit that you like to do? Reason why I cooked that meal I showed y'all at the beginning. For those who might have just came in, you probably didn't see the meal that I cooked at the beginning. But that's what I, that's what I prepared. See, if you learn, if you, if you invest in yourself, because you're going to invest time into yourself. When you invest time into yourself, the conscious mind can only think about one thing at a time. It cannot think about two things at a time. And what I mean is the conscious mind is your awareness. You cannot read what's going on across the screen right now. You cannot read that and sing the lyrics to another song at the same time in your head. You can't do it. The conscious mind can only think about one thing at a time. So here's what I'm telling you. When you spend quality time with yourself, learning your likes and your dislikes, learning new skills, you ain't got time to be giving a fuck about no relationship or what Tom, Dick, and Harry is doing right now if you too busy reading a recipe and going to buy the shit that you need for that damn recipe. To cook, it take time to do that. Then you might start to say, you know what, I really like cooking. Or, you know what, I really like painting. See, you ain't going to know that unless you spend significant amounts of time by yourself exploring yourself. Other people, when you bring, when you're not a whole person, when you're not whole, you bring other people into the mix and then you begin to be codependent because you start to lose yourself into somebody else. So much so to the point that there is no division between you and that other person and you no longer know you. See, I know me. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I know what I am going to put up with. I know what I ain't going to put up with. And I know me. See, I'm a free bird. I'm a free bird and I can't be tied down to stuff. I accept the fact that I'm unconventional and I'm not 
I can't fit into society's standards because the way society operates is anti-me. It imposes on my freedom. I know that about myself because I've spent significant amounts of time by myself and analyzing where I may have went wrong in a decision. I take responsibility for what I've done, my successes and my failures. And I improve upon them and then I start to accept reality the way it is and not the way I want it to be. A lot of times we go into stuff fantasizing about how things can be and then we go in trying to make it that and we lose ourselves in the process. I'm here to tell you don't do that. Don't do that. Know who you are. Know yourself. And don't just do what other people think you supposed to do. I don't care what people think I'm supposed to do. I ain't doing it. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to talk how I want to talk. I'm going to walk how I want to walk. I'm going to say what the hell I want to say. And you can say whatever you want to say, but it ain't going to change how I do things. That's just, that's just what it is. Right? So that leads, that leads me into my next thing. We are almost done with the show, y'all. That leads me into the next thing. This book, I wrote this book. It's called The Five Components of Love. I wrote this book when I was pregnant. And I sat down. I spent a lot of time writing this book. Because I found out something it dawned on me that all love is the same. All love is the same. The expression of that love is what's different. The expression of that love is what's different. But love in and of itself is the same across the board. The same steps it takes to love your husband is the same steps that it would take to love your dog. How you express the love to the dog and the husband are two totally different things, all right? So, I don't want to talk about loving somebody else. I want to talk about loving yourself. And you can't love anybody, anything, or yourself if you don't start with a desire. Nothing in this life can be done if there is no desire to get it done. Everything starts with a desire, burning desire too with that. When you want to do something, when there's something that's urging you to do it internally, then you'll have the power and the energy and the momentum to go out and do it. So a person that ain't got no damn desire to love you is not even going to even try the first damn step to love. They don't care. So you wasting your damn time like that chick in the in the in the, the, the shit that we was just reading like that chick 
That dude had absolutely no desire to get off his ass and stop playing video games and smoking and shit. He had no desire whatsoever. So she was wasting her damn time talking to this fool. Leave. Because you can't change shit when there is no desire. So if you are, if you do have a partner and y'all have some issues, before you decide if you're going to work on your quote-unquote marriage, work on your quote-unquote relationship, the first thing you need to know before you even think about working on shit is does this person have a desire to work on it with you? Because if it ain't no goddamn desire, don't even waste your time. Go ahead and file for the goddamn divorce. Go ahead. Go in the room, cry your tears, all of that, and, and, and cry the death of the marriage, and then go file the goddamn paperwork. That's what you do. That's what you do. So, it starts with a desire. Once the desire has been established, your next thing is to seek first understanding. Now, I wrote this book before I ever even heard of the five love languages, right? This book is not about five love languages. This book right here is about the five pieces with three core pieces that it takes to even create the concept of love in and of itself. This is what it takes to create the concept of love because I read the five love languages and I noticed that even though he didn't say it explicitly in the book, it was hinted about these concepts that I put in my book. All right. So seek first understanding. When a person says they love you, that person is willing to understand you right they're willing to step outside of themselves and put your shoes on to try to see life in the way that you see it so that they can get an understanding of you but before you can understand anything or anybody guess what you got to do you got to actively listen to that person a person that don't want to listen to you or anything that you say, and you just talking and complaining and blah, and that person ain't trying to listen to you, that person is telling you right up front that they don't love you. This is how you could tell if somebody loves you or not, or if you love yourself, right? If a person ain't willing to listen to you, that person ain't got no interest in you, and they can't love you. They can't. Because listening actively will give you a new perspective on things that you didn't have before. And once you have a new perspective on something, you think differently and you feel differently. Right? You think and you feel differently about something. Right? You could... You could walk down the street and see homeless folks, right? 
And in your mind, oh, they just need to go get a job. This, that, and the other one. Then you talk to one of them. And then you hear a story. And it's the worst story that you ever heard in your life. All of a sudden, you don't see that homeless person the same as you did before you got the information. See, before you got the information, you leaned on your own understanding and your own perspective of something. This is why even these pimp ass preachers that go out there talking this shit that they be talking. The first thing that they'll tell you is don't lean on your own understanding. Why don't you lean on your own understanding? Because you are limited by your life experiences, your feelings, and your perspective. The only way that you can gain a new perspective on something is to listen to somebody else. It's the only way. So you don't lean on your own understanding because your understanding is limited. When you now listen to this new person tell you their story, you have a newfound perspective and a newfound way of seeing this, this whole situation. That's your understanding. Once you gain a new understanding, it automatically leads you to the next component of love, which is either appreciation or compassion, right? Appreciation, this is why in school, they had a week dedicated to music appreciation. Why did they have it? Because the more information you go in, all you do is listen to a song that you like. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. That sound, you, can't, you have no real appreciation for that music because you don't know what goes into making that music. When, when, once they show you the mechanics and the thoughts and the planning and, and the technique and learning, you try to go and play that shit yourself. And you really see how difficult that shit is. You gain a new appreciation for people who play instruments the way Stevie Wonder played instruments. For the way Bob Marley played these instruments. Because you have gained new knowledge on it. And now you see that it ain't just no easy shit to put together. Now, that new information, that understanding has taken you to the next level automatically of appreciation. The other side of that is compassion. When somebody tell you a fucked up story about how bad their life was or whatever the case may be, when they was on the streets and all of that, and you believed it, and it pulled on your heart strings, it leads you into automatically the next component, which is compassion. Compassion is the feeling of love, that the feeling that's in the components of love, right? Because love itself is not a feeling. Love itself is not an emotion, right? Because once the emotion is dead and gone, these concepts still are here. Because a person can piss you off. You could, if you truly love the person, right? A person could piss you off so much to the point where it looked like you should hate them. But you have so much understanding for why that person is the way that they are that you decide that, you know what? 
I might not be able to deal with you, but I'm going to love you from a distance. I don't hate you because the way you're responding, I know your history in life and you don't know no better. But I can't be in the same room with you. When you love somebody, that understanding is the glue that will really, really push you to really showing the true love that you have for somebody and even yourself. Now, once you have, once you have compassion, right, for that person, it automatically moves you into the next component, which is sacrifice. Once you have compassion for somebody, you will sacrifice your time, your money, and your energy to relieve that person of the pain and suffering that they are experiencing. You see it all the time. You will even understand that love is not possession because if you love something enough, you will let it go. You will let something go. You will sacrifice your desire to have that thing or that person in your possession in order to allow it to live and go on its life journey. So even if you want to be with a man or a woman and you love that person so much, you know you can't keep that person. You got to let that person go. I, in the, I, I like to use examples of animals, right? You go outside and you see a hurt squirrel. Squirrel hurt, broken leg or whatever. You get that squirrel and you take it in. You understand the pain. You have compassion. You feel sorry for the, the squirrel. So you pick up the squirrel and you start sacrificing some of your time that you'll be putting somewhere else. Instead of going to play the video game or going out with your friends that you like to do, you're going to sacrifice that time and spend it trying to nurse that squirrel back to health. Right. But then the squirrel gets back healthy. You done got attached. You, you've gotten emotionally attached to that squirrel and you want to keep the squirrel in the cage, in your house. But you see the squirrel want to go back to his habitat. He want to go back and run free outside. You want to keep the squirrel. But the squirrel want to go. If you truly love that squirrel, you want to see that squirrel happy. And you want to see that squirrel live its true purpose even if that means you can't keep them. So you will sacrifice your desire to keep that squirrel in your possession and let it go. Live its true purpose. Because love is not possession. Love means sacrifice. Love means understanding. Love means compassion and love means sacrifice. And you will sacrifice mainly for the next component reason. You'll sacrifice to ensure the survival of that thing, that person, that thing. And John Q, the movie John Q, John Q was willing to sacrifice his own life. 
to ensure the survival of his son. Sacrifice his own life to ensure the survival of his son. Because what you love, you want to live on. You want it to live on. You don't kill what you love. So if people understood this, especially women, right? If you really understood that, you would never accept a man beating your ass and then him turning around saying he love you. You'll never accept this thing that if I love you so much that if can't nobody have you, if I can't have you, nobody can. No, because love is sacrifice. Sacrifice so much so to ensure the survival of the thing that you love. Now, I'm not no Bible thump. I ain't no Christian and I'm not religious at all. However, however. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the five components right there. He loved the world. So what did he do? He sacrificed something to ensure the survival of. He had the compassion. It's all right there. And anybody that say they love you going to do the same damn thing. They're going to sacrifice something for you. They will. They will sacrifice something for you. So it ain't about. So how does this. How does this. Translate into self-love. Right. Well, you can't love yourself if you don't understand yourself. Right. You don't know what you like. You don't know your dislikes. You don't know what trigger you. You don't, you don't know where your wounds are. You don't know nothing because you're always trying to fill a void by adding people and things to distract you from learning yourself. So to understand yourself, you got to have a lot of life experience and a lot of time to evaluate those life experiences. Right. To evaluate those life experiences to learn yourself. Then you got to have some compassion for yourself and appreciation. You got to have both appreciate your uniqueness because we all unique in our own ways. Learn to appreciate your uniqueness. What is it about you that's different from everybody else? That's great. You don't know that you're not even giving yourself the credibility. This is why you end up in codependent relationships because you really you really devalue yourself because you don't even understand you. You don't appreciate you. You don't have compassion for yourself. You do something, you mess up and you'll say you'll tell yourself you stupid. Right. I can't do nothing right. Then you'll go listen to people to tell you that the things that you've done in life. Right. Are negative. And you'll listen to that. And so you continuously beat yourself down. Then you end up in relationships and then you start to exhibit codependent behavior and then wonder why you get mistreated and wonder why you get used and abused. Hmm. Mm -mm. No. So. Self-love. Seek first understanding. Right. And then you be understood. 
How you want somebody else to understand you when you don't even understand you? Because you won't spend the time that you need to spend to understand you. People will tell me that the way I think, the way I talk, the way I walk is all wrong. I don't give a fuck. I used to care. I used to care, but I don't now. I don't now because I am me. I am me and I'm always going to be me. And ain't shit none of y'all going to do that's going to change me. I like me. I love me. Because I, and I find reasons to love me because, God damn it, I'm talented. I'm talented. I'm strong-willed, right? I've been through the fire, right? I'm humble. I'm lovable. I'm nurturing. I'm all that. I'm confident. I love these things about me. I don't look for other people to tell me these things about me. But because I know it radiates and people can pick up on it. And they like the things I like about me too. Right? You got to spend time with yourself. And you got to be your own best cheerleader. You got to look in the mirror and tell yourself the things like I just told you what I like about me. You need to look in the mirror and tell yourself what you like about you. Because it's something about you that's likable. What is it? Right? Appreciate yourself. Have some compassion for yourself. We all going to make mistakes all the time in life. Understand that your childhood may have contributed to why you made some mistakes, right? That's what we're here for, to learn and grow. We're not here to be perfect if we had it all together. I promise you we wouldn't be on planet Earth. We'd probably be on some other fucking planet. But we're here, right? So have some compassion for yourself, right? And sacrifice things for yourself. Stop doing everything for everybody else, waiting on somebody to give you a kudos. Do some shit for yourself. Cook for yourself. Go buy yourself a new, new something. You want to give your last to somebody else, hoping that they'll do it back for you in return. Huh? Hoping they do it for you in return. That's codependency. That's codependency. Do it for yourself. All right? Sacrifice all the people that don't mean you no damn good in your life. Cut them off. Cut them loose. Cut them loose. What you keeping them for? I got people that I don't even talk to, I don't fuck with, and I never will again. Because once I'm done, once I cut a person off, that's it. That is it. And that means you got to really do something for me not to fuck with you. Don't keep dead weight, right? Ensure the survival. Do you want to live on this planet or do you just want to exist on this planet? That's my question. Do you want to live or do you want to exist on this planet? Because existing, that shit is real easy, right? And I'm more than sure you will have an unfulfilling life if you just walk in this planet just existing. No. You want to live, Right? So you got to do things, you got to sacrifice time to be with yourself, to add value in yourself, right? Because the true value in a human being is everything internal. That's where the value is. So here's the thing. I don't give a damn what these folks saying 
out there in Red Pill, motherfucking uh, MGTOW, you know, Kevin Samuels groups, and I don't care what they say, because I'm going to tell you something. Nothing. Attraction, attraction is deeper than physical appearance. I don't give a damn what they say. All right. But if you have if you have the physical appearance, see a lot of chicks, they be cute and they get a bunch of dudes that want to fuck them. And since they get a bunch of dudes that want to fuck them and old dudes that want to trick off money on them, they don't they don't put any type of development into their character. Zero. And it does them harm when they, quote unquote, hit the wall, like they say. Right. So most of these guys have typecast the majority of women to be these types of women that have no character development. Because if all you got to offer is pussy. Believe me, that come a dime a dozen. It does. Especially to the man with money. It does come a dime a dozen. This is the part where they, where they stop it though. Because they don't believe that there, ex- there are exceptional women out there. That defy these things right here. Because the women that actually work on their character and they work on themselves internally become invaluable. They become they they're above the fray. They don't fit within that conversation at all. They don't. See, for a long time, I particularly thought I was an ugly person. Right? And I noticed that I probably psychologically did these types of, played these types of tricks with my mind. Like, I would, I would say, in my mind, I would say, I'm going to make a B on this test. I would shoot for the A, but in my mind, I really believed that I was going to be in the C, C or B range, but I, I would work. So that way, if I ended up in the C or B range, I ain't tripping, you know. So I would I would lower my expectation. And then if I got a B plus or A, I was super ecstatic. Right. And I think subconsciously this is what happened to me with my assessment of myself. I always thought for a long time I thought I was an ugly person. Right. I didn't believe that I was anywhere near attractive as everybody else, all the other girls. And, and a lot of that has to do with my upbringing. And that's a topic for another discussion. But a lot of that has to do with my upbringing and a lot of the things that were told to me that reinforced this belief that I wasn't um, an attractive person. Because I felt, and at some point I started to make myself believe that I was okay and that I was average. There was a point where I actually really hated myself. People would not believe that now, but it is the truth, okay? Um, 
And there's, there, I got to a point where I thought I was okay, right? And I really, 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 because I felt like I was average and okay, I really, really worked on all of my internal beauty uh, points. I worked on my personality. If you if you meet anybody that it is, if anybody is on here from my job, all of them would tell you that every time they see me, I'm smiling all the time. I smile pretty much at everybody. I'm really friendly. I worked on my personality. I worked on the talents and the skills I have. I worked so much on my inner beauty and I thought that I was an average person. Then when I worked on my physical appearance and I became more physically uh, appealing, I immediately shot out the ballpark because all that time that I thought I was average, I was really above average. I was really above average and I didn't know it. And so it was really difficult to find something or somebody that complimented who I was because I devalued myself. And I ended up in a lot of codependent relationships. I ended up in a lot of codependent relationships because I devalued myself. And now that I know exactly who and what I am, and I'm confident in who and what I am, and I know that I'm not only very physically attractive, I'm sexy, smart, intelligent, and all that, I'll never end up in another codependent relationship ever again. I never do it because I'm too valuable. Either you're going to get with the program, either you're going to treat me, be the way I need you to be in this relationship, or you ain't. Either way, ain't no hard feelings because I know I'm the value. And I there's a lot more than sex that a person gets out of me. But you ain't getting nothing out of me if you ain't willing to put nothing in. Because I'm so content with being by myself because I actually like me. And I'm telling y'all to actually like yourselves. Find something about you that makes you happiest with spending quality time with yourself. Because if you don't like being with you, how the hell are you going to expect somebody else to like being with you? You understand? So, I want y'all to make sure that I hope y'all really enjoyed this this show. I'm really happy that uh, it came together 
the way I wanted it to. Uh, it's still some things that I can add here and there, but I wanted to let y'all, you know, buzz in and all of that. I'm not going to do that tonight because I'm still working out the kinks on that. Something is just not right with that right now. So um, in the future, we're going to have we're going to have guests. We're going to have a lot more uh, to add into this show. You know what I mean? Um, and we'll be, it's going to be nice. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really happy that y'all showed up. I want y'all to make sure that you hit the like, subscribe, and uh, share button and all of that. Make sure you see on the screen we got, uh, if you want to drop something in, make sure you drop something into the Cash App, uh, Zelle, or whatever. Make sure you uh, support the show because this is how we're going to keep rolling. Right now, I'm a truck driver. I don't plan on being no trucker for no long time because I learned that this is my calling. I'd have been pushed spiritually back into this direction. And um, I think this is where it's at. So, of course, we're going to need y'all support uh, and love to, to, to make the show uh, become something great. And we're going to have a lot of different shit going on here. I'm really excited about it. So I want y'all to, um, you know, go ahead and... Mm. notification bell is going to let you know when I go live. All right. So we did this show on Valentine's Day. You know why? Because we read a bunch of idiots that's in relationships that should have made you feel good by being single tonight. <laughs> okay. Um, we talked about why I did the high power podcast because we're going to speak and we're going to make, we're going to give you some power to govern and control your life in the best way that you, uh, to give you the best results for you. All right. Grass ain't greener. Enjoy your sexuality is something good. It was a gift to you. So, um, hey, thank y'all for showing up. I hope y'all have a good night. I've enjoyed being with y'all. I will let y'all know when it's uh, a new show. Leave me a comment. Let me know how you like the show and I will get back with y'all. Peace out. Love.